Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. This woman used to work here on and off. Um, she used to give us some assistance on the opinion line a number of years ago. And, Tori, you'd have been limping even then um, because you had chronic arthritis. God, love you, girl. I know what it's like to have arthritis. But you tweeted, and it's your pinned tweet, Tori. I've never cried so hard. I can't stop crying. I've just been told it is four years to wait for my initial consult with orthopedics. My hip doesn't have four years. I'm devastated. And she was tagging the uh, hashtagging HSE and hashtagging public health. And as I say, even when Tori gave us some assistance here on the program a number of years ago, um, she suffered then from, from a hip, a dodgy hip and arthritis in general kind of a chronic pain patient. Now, you said this, you, you learned then that the system can work. That's where we start. Let's start with, the, with your ailment first, though, Tori. I mean, you're only in your, in your 40s. Hip replacements yes. are unusual in your 40s. Oh, 100%, 100%. So I have two types of arthritis. So I have autoimmune arthritis. I have something called psoriatic arthritis. It's the rheumatoid family. Um, and it's basically where your the best way to describe it is your bones pucker and dissolve. They, they, they wear against each other. If you think of how cuttlefish, if you rub two cuttlefish off each other, how easily they kind of crumble. That, yeah. That's kind of what my bones act a bit like. So my immune system attacks my joints. Um, and psoriatic arthritis is wearing off. Um, normally you have it in big joints or little joints. I have it in both. Um, so it was hard, it's hard to it's a clinical diagnosis, so you don't find it in blood. You find it by damage over years. So I had, um, it's, it, I can go back to my teens and pains in my shoulders and things like that. And you kind of get growing pains and things like that. But in my 20s, um, I had what my GP at the time thought was a frozen shoulder. It wasn't. Um, it was the, the onset of this. Um, at its worst, it feels like you've got swords that are on fire twisting in your joints. Um, you can't move. You move one way, they lock. You can't move them the other way. Um, and it comes in flares. So suddenly, when it's, it's been bad for a while, and, you know, it's... It, my flare was gradually getting worse until I got treatment. And it was as they realized, I got to the point where I couldn't make a fist with my hands and I couldn't open my hands straight fully. So I had like claws. Um, I couldn't get dressed in the morning. I couldn't get out of bed. When I got out of bed, I was crawling to the bathroom. And that was in my 20s. So when I was 31, that was when I got, about 31, 32, I got the diagnosis of psoriatic arthritis. So there's lots of different treatments for that that they put you on. There's lots of different drugs that 
can treat these things. And it is a case of, because it's your immune system, it's you. So it's it's you and how your body works with the different drugs. So it's a case of trial and error to find what works. Um, so I was put on uh, tablets first, and eventually they don't work anymore because your body gets used to, because again, because it's your immune system, your immune system gets used to the drugs and can trick the drugs. Yes. So it's your immune system moving around the drug and going, I want that joint. So what would happen was, because my immune system was attacking my joints then, my health itself wasn't great. I was getting chest infections, bronchitis, um, pneumonia. Um, I, you know, Every single time I got a cold, it turned into bronchitis. My body couldn't fight it. So eventually I got put on what is called a biologic drug. Mm. It's a self-inject mm. and it does what steroids do, but it does steroids, as we know, fantastic. Mm. They do great things, but the side effects of steroids are absolutely horrific. Mm. So This is one you um, keep in the fridge, isn't it? You keep this yes, drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So the, one, the first one they put me on didn't work. And because I'm stubborn, I went, well, that's not going to work. So I'm not going to do drugs. And I tried yoga. I tried all different things, you know, and diet and all that kind of thing. And yes, that helps, but it doesn't stop the damage. You need to slow down the damage. What I have is degenerative, so it's never going to go away, but we can slow it down. So eventually, back in 2018, my specialist managed to convince me to try a new drug, and it worked and it did amazing things for me as you guys know I lost about six stone I was got into running I got on top of my condition um a lot of the arthritis is like you when you exercise they 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 your body they you need to keep your body moving it is like rust at the end of the day um so um I got into running I was doing the mini marathon in September and things like that um, I got back working, loved my job, had a really active job, and suddenly um, COVID hit. And because the drug that I'm on that I self-inject is what they call immunosuppressant, I was one of those that you're high risk, go lock yourself away. You were um, cocooning, weren't you, from months? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, also, at this point, my hip was starting to lock, but I didn't know. My hip has locked for years, but I've lived with it locking for years. I might fall over sometimes. My hip would go from under me, and I'd have to make I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk, it's just my hip. Uh, so I got used to it. I lived with it being a bit chippy, and, you know, that's just my hip. Um, so... To, to keep sane in cocoon time, I would go for my runs and I was building up and I was thinking, do you know what, I might get that marathon in. You know, I'm thinking, I'm looking in terms of this would be, you know, something good and good news story for arthritis and getting on, you know. And, and one evening back in May 2020, we were having dinner. We were all in the house and I was sat and I'd had my, I had done an 8K that day. And I went to get up and I couldn't get up. And at first you kind of, because you're used to your body and the way your body does things, you, you make jokes. And then I went, okay, this isn't going to, and I said, I said to my husband, I said, I need help. And he got up and he wrapped his arms around me and he lifted me. And my daughter came over, she's 25, and she pushed, she had to push my hip to get it I was locked in a 90 degree angle as it were it clicked yeah it clicked sorry if you're squeamish anyone I hope you've had your breakfast this sounds um, so sore 
it, it, to be honest, at that point, I didn't feel anything. The worry was, I had my smallie, he's just turned 14, he was 12 at the time. He hadn't seen much of my condition because he was young and at school. He just knew that mum had arthritis, but he didn't, you know, know how bad it was. So all I was worried about was, it's fine, it's okay, we're grand, go back to cup of tea after dinner, we're fine. Um, so I rang my GP the next day and we organised an x-ray um for the hip and she they i got the x-ray within about 10 days and we saw on the x-ray they could see what at that point they were calling oh i forgot it's it's where the bone wears away and causes a bit of a pucker and things like that so she said there's something going on with your hip we need to get you an mri but of course because of covid um and whatnot that mri happened in january 2021 um, we were in lockdown again and I had to get myself into the MRI machine so I did and when the MRI was done she came around and helped me out of the machine so I kind of knew then something was wrong <laughs> This <laughs> must have felt know- Tory like someone was trying to break you in half Yeah, um, it's it's more um, that your body is is stopping. It's 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 your leg. It's your main part of your body. It's like your body is doesn't want to do what you're telling it anymore. So I'm very right sided. So when I walk, I'd be right foot first, right foot first up a stairs, right foot first up a curb. But I was starting to fall, and my weight, my hip wasn't holding my weight. Um, and then the pain started kicking in. Um, we thought my biologic had stopped working. So we put me on to different drugs. They didn't work. So we went back to the old biologic. By this time then, we're going to about uh, June last year. My GP is now sending weekly letters to the South Infirmary because that's where it had been recommended I go. Um, she needs to be seen. Something's not right here. She's Her ability to do anything is, is going. She's not working. She can't go anywhere. She can't do anything. Um, and I kept getting letters that said, and we were in COVID times. We have to remember that. And, you know, and it was... It was, you know, it was peak COVID last year and I was getting letters saying, your triage is urgent, you'll be seen, we just don't know when. Your triage is urgent, you'll be seen, we don't know when. Um, so come last summer, as you guys know, I looked into going to Belfast um, and I did go and meet a surgeon in Belfast. That's the cross-border initiative. But because I have so many things going on, with having two types of arthritis, it was sort of preferred that if I didn't have a weight, stay in cork, get it done in cork. It just makes more sense to get it done in cork if you can. So um, I, I rang in July. I managed to get through in July, and that's the tweet. So we, we get to the tweet. I rang in July, and this poor chap in um, a, a sort of admissions appointments kind of um, in, in the hospital said, oh yes, I can see here you're on his list to, to, to him for to look at your file. Um, and I, I, I said, what's the wait time? And he said, it could be four years, but you're a year already. I can see this was um, June 2020. Um, so you've got a year done already. And that's when my world came crashing down. Um, so it was after that, we looked at Belfast. And um, yeah, it was... 
it was then that pain was starting to get really bad. So I was on paracetamol. I was on steroids um, and um, they were moving me on to sulfadine at that point. So it was sulfadine at night because the pain is worst at night. When you're sleeping, you can feel pain in your sleep. It, it's that bad. It wakes you. I was waking the house with my pain before I was waking myself because I was crying or shouting in my sleep. I'd have happily ripped my own leg off. That's the only way I can put it. I remember you posting um, pictures on Twitter at the time and I noticed... You just did not look well. You were starting to look gaunt and yeah. sore. And, and your, eye, your eyes were full of pain. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody could see it, even when I would smile through it. And, and that's me. I make jokes. I, 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 you know, you have to see the funny side. And, and I did a lot of that. But my family, my husband, my kids, um, and my neighbor next door, who I'd be very close with, they all, they saw the tears. They saw the, you know, we'd have barbecues when we were allowed to have people over and we'd be in the back garden because we were being careful with me, again, because of mm. of, of my immune system. We'd have friends over in the back garden when it was allowed. And, you know, and I might fall, I might find a divot in the garden and I'd go. And, you know, I, I even didn't get mortified anymore because it was just, this is my leg, this is my life, this is what's happening to me. So I started getting really, really reliant on the cane by last August. So I had my cane um, to, that it supported that side because the hip was going. Um, and by November, nothing would touch the pain. Um, and so they moved me on to opioids. So it's Pelexia, it's the it's it's the, the controlled drug. Um, I gave up drinking at that point. I said, right, I'm not drinking, that's gone. So I love I love my cup of tea and I love my coffee anyway and finding lots of new soft drinks is fun. Um, but I said I have to give myself a fighting chance. I've never smoked, so I said I need to do everything I can to make this right. Through the door came a letter. My specialist will meet me in January in South Infirmary. And that was about September, end of September last year. So and what had I, changed? I know about that. My, yeah, changed? my file. He had seen my file. It is literally, and I've always said this, our health service is amazing. Once you're in, <laughs> the hardest yes. bit is getting in. Um, and it is a triage and things are so obviously overwhelmed and slowed down. It's a case of files getting in front of surgeons and my surgeon saw my file and said, I will see you in January. So I met him in January um, and he said, yep, no doubt about it. You need a total hip replacement. Um, and um, he said, uh, you'll get a pre-op thing in April and he said I expect to be doing you around June, July and his actual words were COVID willing um, so then I um, I just kept life very simple um, tried to do as little as possible but as much as I could do um, I go for walks along Long Point in Whitegate because it's nice and smooth that path is lovely there, I live out in East Cork so I love beaches, but I can't walk on a beach. I couldn't, well, I can't at the moment, but I will in the future again. Um, walking on a beach would set me off for two days afterwards. I wouldn't be able to move properly because it's obviously uneven. It's uneven and, my, yeah. and my hip wouldn't take it. So, um, so yeah, it kept things very simple um, and 
got the letter in March, just a month ago, to say uh, we'll do you on the 7th of April. And as everybody knows, that week we got COVID in the house. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that shifted me out. But I have to say again, and I've said this many, many times on Twitter, the South Infirmary have been fantastic. They've kept in touch with me. They were talking to me. They were doing the pre-op things. They were letting me know what I needed to do. And once you followed everything, there, um, I got a photo. I was supposed to be done because of COVID. I was supposed to be done on the 29th of April. And two weeks ago today, I got a phone call. It's five o'clock in the evening. And it was um, the lovely lady in admissions. And she said, hi, it's here. And would you uh, would you be able for the 19th? And I all my dates had been Thursday. So I said, oh, a week on Thursday. And she said, no, a week today. Um, so, so um, yeah, so my hip is now, as of about midday today, will be a week old. And how are you? Really good, really good. I can't stop smiling, um, even when I'm doing my exercises that hurt. Yeah. Um, I know there's um, a lot of post-op pain, Tony, or Tori, from, I mean, I remember my dad, God rest him, had a hip replacement, and my mom is about to have one soon, do you know, and I know friends who've had one. The post-op pain is significant, but it's very different pain from what you're used to. 100%. Um, I actually said to my surgeon last Thursday when he was telling me, you can go home, um, I said to him, I know this is going to sound really, really weird. And even as I sit here and think about it, it's the same feeling. I can feel the bad hip is gone. It's the strangest sensation because it was always there. It was gnarled. It was angry. It was... It, it 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 couldn't do what it was my hip couldn't do what it, it's supposed to do and that pain was always there and it was just like sending messages of upset and disturbance all around my body all my joints were out of the line everything was upset by my hip and honestly post-op apart from the, the old little bath which I treated about I felt fantastic even though I was tired it was like yeah people say it it's true that pain goes and it's like wow um i had extreme soreness like you know when you skin yourself as a child and you come off your bike or something like that that's the pain on the side of my hip that i had really um and the pains that i'm dealing with now are muscles waking up and using muscles i haven't used in years um, that's what I'm feeling now, but I'm actually bending my knee on the stairs. I can't remember oh. the last time I bent my knee on the stairs. Um, you know, it's it's little things like that. So it is, the future's bright now. You know, it's I can get on, my shoulder needs looking at, so I'm going to be referred for my shoulder, but we're hoping my shoulder is just a side effect of the hip because my shoulder started doing the work of my hip. Yeah. So, um, we, but we do need to just yeah, check yeah, that. Whole, so that be, see, the problem is when something like that is wrong, your whole body goes out in sympathy. Yeah. And now oh, you've got to yep. now you've got to put everything back where it yeah. should be. Yeah, it's relearning to do yeah. everything. It's really I'm could so only, thrilled for you though. I'm so delighted I, for you. I, I'm I'm delighted. I could only sit one way. I could only walk one way. I could only move one way. And now it's like learning to walk again and moving my leg in the way it's supposed to go. And like, there's lots of things at the moment post op you're not allowed to do. 
the best little story I can give you is physio, because I got a little bit sick on the Tuesday afternoon, I had hoped, because I was second in surgery, that I would be able to get out of bed Tuesday evening. Because they do say, if you're well enough after surgery, physio will come and move you. But because I had had my little bath and wasn't 100%, they said I was I get very cold very easily. So I had gotten cold and they said, no, you're staying in bed. So physio came around on the Tuesday morning and oh, on the Wednesday morning, two lovely girls, fantastic. My little angels, they were brilliant. And they got the frame and they said, right, they told me what to do. And I stood up and the colour drained from my face. And they said, right, you've stood up, but you're sitting down. (laughs) So they sat me down and I got a flood of questions into my head. And they said, we'll be back this afternoon. We are going to get you walking this afternoon. Um, So they came back in the afternoon and I had a a load of questions. And I said to one of the physios, I I, I asked her the questions I had. And she said, Tor, it's like, because I told them all, if I hear Victoria, I think I'm in trouble. It's Tori or Tor. And she said, Tor, if you, because 90 degrees is the big thing. If you go to 91 degrees, it's not going to pop out. You can't break it. She said, you're doing everything you're told. You can't break it. And it was at that point that I went, right, I can do this. And nurses and the physios, all they kept saying to me from the Wednesday lunchtime was, you have a hip now, use it. I wasn't using my hip before because it wasn't usable. So so I I suggest you be going clubbing sometime soon. (laughs) I'm I'm not allowed running. (laughs) Running is out. So I I shall be purchasing a bike because I love my exercise. So I had said to my surgeon, what am I allowed to do? So he said, you could go cycling and swimming. So I will be getting a bike um, and I am going to take up sea swimming. (laughs) I remember even when you were in around here, like there were days when you were in awful pain and we could see mm, it. Mm, and that was mm. and that was before you got really, really bad. The pain, the tears of pain have been replaced with tears of relief. You've shed a few of them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's me. I can't cry at anything. But yeah, it, it's been it's it, it's been a roller coaster the last month. And for my family around me as well, it's been a roller coaster for everyone. But to be able to share my joy now, and you've got me going, PJ, you've got me going, to be able to share my joy and that I I can be me again. It, yeah. it's, you lose yourself in chronic pain. You 100% lose yourself in chronic pain because you try to hide it. You try to be normal. You don't want to frighten people. Um, and to actually now be able to say that bit of chronic pain is gone and hopefully the other bits of chronic pain it's been causing will ease in time and physio will get me back to where I was. And it is... You, you, all you want when all you want when you're in chronic pain is to not lose yourself. So it's yeah, it's it's there you go. You got you got me the, the happy tears are there. It's happy tears. <laughs> I'm delighted for you, girl. And, and Kate, who you might remember when you were here, she just had one thing to say: hip hip hooray. I'm getting all them. I'm getting all them. I, I'm getting the best jokes. I'm, I'm, I'm on my I'm on my one week anniversary today now. So. Listen, <laughs> the best look, look, look after yourself, Tori. All right, I'm del- delighted Thank to you. hear your news that you're so relieved from all that pain you had for years. That's Tori Hawthorne. Courts ninety six FM.